0: 18 plus. Mm. Oh.
1: Hi, it's Bernie Slaven here. Thanks for joining me on my weekly podcast, Total BS. Um, I always play an interview on a Monday, but I've left it this week because I've been, well, I'm really busy. We're getting ready for the Gary Parkinson night uh, this Friday, 24th of March, at Middlesbrough Town Hall. 500 tickets, no, well, 500 no tickets sold. Still a few left in the balconies only. Price £30 and £50. The £50 I'm meeting great. You can meet Bruce Rear, Tony Mowbray, get a picture taken, with the lads eighty six, um, it's going to be a great night, a euphoric night. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, you can order and book tickets via the town hall. Uh, anyway, I thought I would say a bit about my former teammate rather than have a chat with. I've got I've got them in the can as they call it, but I thought talking about Parky tonight was more appropriate because this Friday is his, um, is it the night to raise as much as we can for Parky, my former teammate. And pal, uh, if you're thinking, if you're a younger listener, you think, well, Parky us a bit about Parky. Parky was uh, born in Thornaby. Thornaby's just outside Middlesbrough. Uh, he played for his hometown club, uh, Middlesbrough. His first team debut um, was uh, the the game after the football club was saved from extinction, bankruptcy, and liquidation. You remember that? It was my first year in Middlesbrough, and here we were. The club was an absolute turmoil. Ready to go out of business. Anyway, we did. We were finally saved, and the first game we played was uh, against Port Vale, and it was at Hartlepool's Victoria Park because the gates were still locked here uh, at Erson Park in Middlesbrough. Um, and that was back in August uh, 1986. The game ended 2 2. Archie Stevens, my old teammate who I still see these days, scored two great goals that day, so it was a great start. We didn't win, but it was great to be back in business and, and the club survived. Um, but that season, against all the odds, we actually went on as a group of players, the is local lads, and gained promotion. And that was some achievement. Um, I mean, the following season, we won promotion. Um, we're setting promotion in two years when we relegated Chelsea. The first time we got promotion, we beat Wigan. Then the next season, as I mentioned, we relegated Chelsea in their own backyard. Uh, Parke was a, Parky was a monumental player, ever-present, right back. He had a great, possessed a great shot, could defend, fit box the box. Um, yeah, Parky was a, a very good player and he could deliver a, a fine ball as well. Uh, and he continued to deliver, as did the team. I mean, he was part of the team that played at Wembley for the first time in Middlesbrough's football club's history. Uh, two years... Um, we gained promotion, we let again promotion into the Premier League, yeah, in the next two years, we gained promotion into the Premier League, we beat uh, Wolves. last game of the season, we won 2-1, Parky was involved that day, but Ab- uh, Parky was absolutely loved and adored, um, or he absolutely loved and adored the football club, I mean, he wore the shot with pride, that's saying, I hear people saying that now, I don't believe players when they say that and kiss the badge, I think it's such a nonsense, uh, but the ultimate professional was Parky. Loyal, successful, great character, great ambassador, good in the dressing room, always had a smile, always smart, always nice, always considerate towards people, he was always bubbly. A um, couple of stories, I remember we used to have uh, the sauna, I know it's hard to believe it, some Part years ago, we had a sauna about 10 yards away for the communal bath, and Parquet was forever going into the sauna, i went mean, a few times myself, but Parky went in regular, but he used to get in with a, one of the black bin liners, one of the plastic bin liners. He used to put a hole in the top to get his head through, put either side, holes either side, and put his hands through. And he would get in one day, I said, Parky, what, what are you wearing that for? And by all accounts, you sweated more and lost a few pounds. So Parky wasn't, wasn't fat in any way, shape, or form, he was fit but he was determined that he always, every time he went in the sauna, he would want to lose a few pounds. But the well-documented story regarding Marcellin Park, it was a time that Borough played in the Premier League, it was against Ipswich town, it was at Erson Park, 2-2, minute ago, Wednesday night, and the penalty was awarded, and it was the right decision, and Gary Patton's, the regular penalty taker, had just come back for the injury, I hadn't scored for a few games, and we argued in front of a packed Hallgate end, I won the argument, placed the ball down, um, took it, and it landed in the Hallgate end, it's somebody, ball from all or them. other, um, so yeah, I placed it in the spot, ran up, flew right into the Hallgate end, and the whistle went, and my own fans booed me, the Middlesbrough fans booed me, shouted obscenities, you're a Scottish this, Scottish that, get back to Glasgow, you're a fan, whatever, um, I think Parkey and my teammates joined, joined in, with the fans and, and in reflection, probably rightly so. But I remember going into the dressing room and pointing to party after the game, and I said, I told you you should have taken it. Obviously, many years later, I told him that it was obscene that I'd took it off him, uh, it was unprofessional. Uh, party scored some terrific goals. If, you, if you're aware of party, uh, if you don't know about party, party scored some wonder goals. He had a habit of driving forward and hitting him for his 20 30 yards, and they were absolute thunderbolts, pile drivers. I remember him beating arguably the best keeper in England at the time, Neville Southall. We played Everton a string of games, league games and cup games, and he scored a couple of wonder goals. I'm talking about rakers, 30 yards out. Uh, I remember we got promotion at Wolves. There's a photo he goes around. I think I've got it in here. I'm actually looking at my wall. No, I've not. It's one of the few I've not got. I've not got it in my wall. And I took this big cigar. I don't smoke cigars. I don't even know if it was a real cigar, but it looked real. And it was massive. It was the biggest cigar I've ever seen. It was definitely a Havana. I remember pulling, pulling it out of my bag when we got promoted at Wolves and there's a thought he goes round. You can see it probably on your YouTube. Or, uh, I'm cuddling Parky, and I pull out this big massive cigar uh, and I say to Parky, I'm going to get to Lenny. It's got, and when he puts it in his mouth, it's going to explode. And he, he was killing himself laughing, you know. It was a joke. Um, we never lit the cigar. Lenny, it, there is a picture where me and Parky's cuddled each other. I've got the cigar. And Lenny... When I pass it to him, he actually puts both hands together, like waist height, as if to say, I ain't touching that, because it might explode. But the other story I had for party was I had my, I'd, I'd done my cartilage in. It wasn't in a game, it was at training. Anyway, I've done my cartilage and I've got it taken out, and uh, it, it was called a bucket handle tear. So I, I'm rehabilitating and I'm, I'm in the, the, uh, the trainers and that go and the physios at the time, and I'm getting treatment. And the lads already go to training anyway. I come up with this idea, and I say to Matt Proctor, who's my big mate, still my big mate, I says, Proc get parking in. I said, I'm going to cut this, um, try to think, Chubby grip, it's called Chubby grip, it's like a, a, a tan coloured fawn coloured, uh, skin coloured stuff you put on if you've got a corn or a bunion, whatever. And I cut it in the, the shape of a, a, a bucket handle, and I got a specimen bottle and I put it in there. So I cut it very small, put it in there and I said to prop get Parky in. I'm going to wind them up. So Parky comes in and I said, What about that then Party? What do you think of that? And he looked, what's that? I says, that's the bucket handle tear. And he was astonished. He just looked at it, mouth open, what, like, no way. It looked real. I've seemingly convinced myself. Um but after eight years at Borough Parky like myself and a few of the old guards were obviously hounded out. Yeah, I think we were hounded out. Myself, Parky, Proc—we were big mates. But as the years rolled on, we became big, big mates. We loved each other, cared for each other. Always sort of uh, went to each other's room when we were abroad. Don't forget, we went to America. We went to uh, Sweden. We went all over. Um, but then, then Parky, when he left Middlesbrough, his beloved Middlesbrough, his hometown club, he, he joined Bruce Rear, um at Bolton. And then he went on to his spells at Burnley, Preston. Uh, under David Moyes, David Moyes was the manager then, who's obviously at West Ham and under pressure at this very minute. And then he went to Blackpool, and then he returned. He left Blackpool, and then he returned. He bobbed around a couple of other clubs, and then he returned to Blackpool as head of youth. Um, I think he was in charge of all the coaches. That was in two thousand six, and then four years later, he had a bad do. He suffered, um, what was it? I think it was a well. It was a stroke, and, and since then until now. He's been paralysed from the neck down, can't talk, communicated via his eyes, painstakingly. I've been in front of him when he's, if I ask a question, his wife has to go through the alphabet for A to Z uh, and mark down every letter um, to get A word. Yeah, so it's it's heartbreaking. Um, but he's still coherent. He continues to need 24-hour care. This is a big thing. This is why we're having to do this Friday uh, for his condition, and it's called locked in syndrome. Uh, I've always believed, I've always believed, me personally, I've always believed there's no justice in this world. I mean, the guys that, that murder people, rape people, bomb people, scar people, slice people, they get away with everything and nothing happens to them, I and mean, they, they're the good guys. So, as I say, I've always believed there's no justice in, in this world, and what's happened to Parky just confirms what I've always believed. I mean, out of the team I played with Parky, if you had a daughter, you would want her to marry Parky to all the lads he had everything good living guy clean living guy family man um, and if you had a daughter as I say you would want her to marry partly none of, none of us uh, but as the saying goes behind every great man is a great woman and I have to give a a lot of people because of folks in partly forget about his wife and how crucial his wife's been in all this Deborah who he met childhood sweethearts Thornaby Gill uh, knew each other for a tender age married three kids and she's been an absolute rock. She's been amazing um, and has proved what a, a great woman she is along with the, the three kids. I mean, they're growing up now, but they're all great kids. They're smart kids. They're switched on and they all love their dad and rightly so and all care. Um, but over the years, myself, Big Pally, uh, Mickey, even Mickey Horswell, Sunland lad, Matt Proctor, um, we've, all, we've all gone to see him over the years. But since the pandemic, I'm embarrassed to say, but we've not, we've not seen him. I've been in touch with his wife over the last after the pandemic in that year but for whatever reason the visit never happened. So, and and I, you can imagine Parky sitting there coherent thinking, "Well, why why isn't the pandemic over? Why is the lads not coming to see me?" But I can assure Parky, he was always in my mind, he's always in my thoughts. I'm a I'm a religious guy. I pray for Parky. I still pray for Parky and his family and, and a few other people. Um so I hadn't forgot about him. Um I remember we did we we would visit them as I say. I'm not saying once twice a year as I say the lads I mentioned just to go and see them, but when we go when we did go and see him we would reminisce, tell a few stories, swear you know talk as if we're in the dressing room if everything's hunky dory everything's okay and partly would laugh uncontrollably. I think that's what he wants. He doesn't want. Yeah, I, we'd just go in there. His wife would leave us, just the lads, and we would F and Jeff and have a good laugh and talk about things that went on in the past that Patty was involved in and we were involved in. And he loved it. And he laughed so, so much that the nurse who is, you know, there's a nurse sleeps in his house every night because he needs a 24-hour care, she would have to run out and clear his throat. But Patty, until this day, as I say, he continues to need 24-hour care because he's conditioned. And that's why in the 24th uh, this month, which uh, obviously is March, um, in Middlesbrough Town Hall, we're having a charity night to raise fund for Parky's care. Every penny in the night will go to Gary, the Gary Patterson Trust. Um, this is the fourth event I've set up and, and, and arranged for my pal. He is my pal, Parky. He's a guy who I've always adored and loved as a player, as a person, as a human being, and... Um, Never is anyone from the Parkinson family... This is a thing. People say, oh, you, you, you do well. No. Everybody's charitable in their own way. Uh, and package I've done other things for charity, but... Not once has any... I say this is the fourth event that I've arranged, but not once have anybody for the Parkinson family asked for my help, the 86 lads' help. Um, I, I just like to think a lot of people are charitable. Uh, and, and, and I'm charitable and I have a conscience. And as I say, because I've not actually seen Parky physically, he's already, I think he's regular. Um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing him because he's going to be there. Uh, his wife and family, and I think his mother's going to come uh, to the town hall. So it's going to be emotional. Um, and I'm sure he'll get the biggest cheer of right? without a doubt. But I only, I only suggest the idea. You know, people say to me, look, Without the 86 lads turning up, my idea, I just phone the lads, get in touch with the lads, one or two other things. But my wife, she deals, she she's the brains behind it. I, I've got the idea, she puts it into motion, deals with the tickets, the money, the organisation. And for me, there's no big deal phoning a few lads, getting in touch with a few lads and having to do so. But the 86 lads, um, I just ring them up or, or text them or whatever uh, and they don't hesitate in saying yes. They'll be there to support Parking in their droves. I mean, there'll be Bruce Rier, Everybody had agreed at the start, but I, I can assure that there'll be ninety-five percent of the players there. Um, Bruce Riche, Pears, Cooper, Parkinson, Pallister, Mowbray, Hamilton, Gill, Stevens, Slavin, Kerrigan, Proudlock, Tunbo, uh, Brian Laws. Um, Stuart Ripley could be away, that's me being honest, um, but the rest should all be there, but Gary, just think about it, Gary Hamilton was here about two months ago, he was one of my guests in the Legends Lounge, and then I told him I'd arranged a state, and he said, oh man, I would have put it back, instead of coming now, and I said, well look, cool, I'm sure that people will totally understand, you live in is it Houston, Texas or whatever, I said, we totally get it, he says, look, I will try my damnness to get back for parking, showed you how, how good is that, that a teammate who lives, what well, he has to get about three flights, it takes him about 24 hours to get here, and it the, the, it's expensive, the tickets these days, and he says he'd pay for his own ticket, so how good is that? He could he could say, give it out the parking fund, but he says, no, I'm going to pay it my own pocket, it's more expensive because it's holidays or whatever for the kids, so if you're listening and you're a Borough fan and you've not got a ticket yet, there's £30 and £50 tickets left, that's for a seat in the balconies, the £50 one's meet and greet, you meet the lads, meet Bruce Rear, whatever, um, and it's should be a great night, a euphoric night, there'll be um, Chris McLeod, who's a comedian, Gary Fox, and a little BBC presenter, he'll be hosting it, uh, Alistair Griffin will be singing a few songs in the night, um, so it's going to be, I say emotional, euphoric, um, and if it's something like the last one, the last one was in on the Beachwood Neistarside, side. the atmosphere, it was at the Hallgate that night. The lads all get introduced one by one. There'll be a bit of music, maybe pig back in the background, there'll be an auction, there'll be a raffle, there'll be prizes. Don't forget, we're there for one thing. Obviously you hear a few stories off the lads and think he, when you you were watching them and big stealing and borrow you to go and see his that eighty six lot. And don't forget that eighty six lot went through everything. Bankruptcy, liquidation, gates locked, washing their own gear, not getting paid. They could have all disappeared, but they never. They stayed put, and without those lads staying put, Middlesbrough could have gone under quite easily, because they wouldn't have won player. Every one is. Uh, they breached a contract. Middlesbrough had broke the contract, but we all stayed right behind the team, because the majority were from this area, from Redcar, from Thornaby, from Middlesbrough, from Stockton, and they loved it. They genuinely loved it. Never seen any of them kissing the badge. They loved it, and none more than Gary Patinson. Uh, some of the things up for grabs. I've, I mean, I've, I'm just off the hoof now. Um, I actually showed my son it tonight or today rather. Um, Mackenzie Thorpe. He's gave us an original painting. It's worth a right few quid. Um, so that that's up for auction on the night. Uh, he's going to do a wee video clip and send me before it. So I'll show the video clip on the screen, and you know it's. 200% genuine because he's actually going to talk about it. Um, there's a villa up for grabs in the auction that, that sleeps 10. Uh, you fly into is at Mercia Airport in Spain and it's meant to be a massive golf resort. So if you're a golfer and your mates love to go, I know lads like to go and in, in groups to play golf. Uh, I don't play golf personally, but uh, I could imagine it's fantastic facilities over there. Uh, and then we've got a guitar. Was in touch with Chris Rea's, well, a guy who knew Chris Rea, asking Chris. I met Chris years ago, I interviewed him uh, for Borough TV at the time, lovely guy. And I just asked, could you ask Chris if um, he could donate anything for Gary Pattinson, former teammate who's got locked in syndrome? Anyway, within a few days, he had um, dropped off, he, well, he got it probably couriered up here to one of his pals who owns a, a little pub. And I was to pick I picked it up and it was a Taylor Swift guitar which is worldwide. He must have picked it up along the way. Taylor Swift signed it with We Love that. And Chris has signed the back of it, Chris Rhea. So if you've got a daughter, that'd be some some uh auction pride for your daughter, wouldn't it? Taylor Swift, the majority of young girls like Taylor Swift, and majority of men my age, younger, like Chris Rhea, I would think. So that's it. Um Hopefully, we'll see, well, we will see you there at the town hall. There's over 500 people going there. It's going to be a great night. Uh, if you've not got your tickets, please try and purchase them. And, uh, yeah, and let's hope we see you on the night. Anyway, um, tomorrow night, I'm back on at half seven. I'm doing uh, Facebook Live, YouTube Live. More a bit in the North but I get inundated with Borough fans, as I expect. We're flying, aren't we? Up at Newcastle the other night. <sighs> yeah. Let go. One just for halftime, one late on in the game against Forest. Anyway, thanks for joining us. Thanks as always to the sponsors, Cleveland Systems Engineering, uh, Advanced Utility Solutions, Borough Shop Museum, Cornerstone Business Solutions, Galaxy Blinds, TGM, Specialist Cars, and RWT. that's Richard Wills, Training Associates. Thanks for joining us. I'll be back tomorrow on Facebook and YouTube live. Um, up the borough.